Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Trot's Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia ora and a very good morning everyone. Welcome in to Trot's Talk with HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz. Very important to go there today because the first of our grass track meetings gets underway on the big Mount Harding surface there at Methven and they had trials last week, all of which you can watch online at hrnz.co.nz. Just go to the results, go to the trials, go to uh, Mount Hutt, I think they call the trials out there. And, uh, yeah, you can have a look at what unfolded last week, see if you can't find some value on the 11 race program. What have we got on the show for you today? Well, very shortly, we'll catch up with Amanda Telfer, her and her brother Steve, nominated seven horses for the IRT New Zealand Cup on the second Tuesday in November and they got their open class season off to a flying start with their very good pacer BD Joe taking out the Avon City Ford New Brighton Cup. Not that he needed probably to secure a spot uh, by way of winning that race but it is an automatic entry race and he did it beautifully. All-American Lover was also in the event for the stable. She finished in fourth position. So we'll talk to Amanda shortly. Our Southern Man segment becomes a Southern Woman segment today because we have both Kimberly Butt and Cherie Tomlinson with chances out there. And we'll have a chat to them about uh, how they think they will go. We'll catch up with Ray Green. Copy that. Starts his campaign to win three New Zealand Cups with a first up run hopefully at Alexandra Park on Thursday night with a few numbers around him and we'll wrap it all up by going out to Methven and talking to Nigel Armstrong who's a big part of the club out there. We'll have a chat to him about uh, what's going to unfold there today and some of the uh, other stuff they've been doing at Methven including in, uh, updating the facilities etc. But Friday night Addington Raceway, Avon City Ford New Brighton Cup, 15 horses went to the post, this is how it went. They come for home in the new Brighton Cup and it's BD Joe too clear from All-American Lover. Anything goes. Mossdale Ben descending wider. BD Joe in front. Mossdale Ben coming from Anything Goes and All-American Lover at the 100. BD Joe. Mossdale Ben two lengths away from Anything Goes. But it's BD Joe first up. Best dressed. Takes the new Brighton Cup by a length and a half. Beat Mossdale Ben third in Anything Goes. Fourth. So uh, last year's uh, Canterbury Classic winner and of course he took out uh, the Ashburton Flying Stakes as well, BD Joe, he's co-trained by Amanda Telfer along with her brother Steve, Mandy's joined us this morning, uh, thanks for your time Amanda on the Sunday morning Yeah no worries Chris, good to be here Look it was great uh, for the barn on Friday night to not only have this guy back at the races but it just about couldn't have worked out better for him, he stepped good from his wide draw, got on the running line for driver Tim Williams and then about the mile, you knew what was going to happen. Well, most of us watching it knew what was going to happen, uh, with Stablemate in front uh, being All-American Lover, and she had burnt some too. The lead was always going to be there, and once he got there and got into that rhythm, we know how incredibly hard it is 
for horses to get past him. Yeah, look, he likes to be in front, um, but he does. Um, he can also come from behind, but he's just um, he's just so good when he is in front. So it was nice to get there, and with um, yeah, with Patch in front, um, the front was always going to be there because, like you said, she burnt a little bit, and um, yeah, no, it was a good result. Look, he, he won it really comfortably. It, well, it looked that way anyway. So tell us how he's bounced through that, uh, and then we'll talk about what you do with him from now because not that you probably needed to secure a start in the race anyway. Well, I definitely don't think you did, given his uh, record in the group races last season, which is a big pointer towards the rankings, which will come out later this week. Um, what, what were you thinking going into this race, and how much improvement is there in him? Well, look, he's had two nice trials. The first trial was a quiet trial, and the second trial, he he was just asked to do a little bit more, but Timmy didn't ask him for much up the straight. He just had a hold of him. Um, Look, he's come through the run good. I wasn't actually there Friday night, but um, I was on the sick bed. But um, I was out there first thing Saturday morning, and he'd ate up pretty good for him. Um, It was bright and well when we put him in the paddock. So, yeah, he's had a couple of days off, and he'll, he'll jog again tomorrow. So... Yeah, he's a Group One winner as a three-year-old, and he's performed at that level uh, anyway. What BD Joe? What's the difference with BD Joe this time? And is he like a lot of horses? He's strengthened up. He's now clearly race hardened to the free-for-all company that he's encountering each and every time he lines up. Now, is he a better commodity in your eyes? Yeah, look, he has got he has got bigger and stronger as you'd expect um, from the couple of years he's had now in the open class. He, he went to Aussie and um, didn't have much luck over there. But, you know, the racing and the travelling, it does him good to um, step up to this next grade. And it looks like like last year he had a good lead up to the Cup and then didn't have much luck in the Cup. So so hopefully this year another good lead up. And, um, yeah, look, he's just bigger and stronger and a nice horse, yeah. Mandy, I think that luck changed when we were standing doing the barrier draw and I can still recall the look on um, the connections' faces. Yes, you laugh now, but you weren't that, you weren't that day um, because of his great standing start manners drawing, I think it was 15 for him uh, last year, really negated that and in many ways took him out of play in the cup. But uh, let's hope that doesn't happen this year and he gets his chance because there's no question he has got the ability to win our greatest race. Yeah, look, he has. I, I just don't think we'll let Stephen Jill pick the numbers this year, I don't think. So, <laughs> um, nope. We'll have to go for some different commodities and see what happens. The fifth place, I think I said she was fourth before, but uh, got you covered, got her right on the line, All-American Lover. Where do, where do you see her at? Um, I thought she had her chance on, on Friday night, albeit she was in that early burn. Um, is she still on a, on a IRT New Zealand Cup path at this stage? Oh, look, she is. She just had a little setback going into that race. Um, she just got a little cut, um, and I just think it just upset her a little bit. Like, she was fitting well, but I just don't think she was herself on the night. Um, the run she had, I know she'd done that little early burn, but I actually thought she should have ran second to BD. Um, but, you know, I think that she seems okay, but I just think that little setback was a bit of a problem. All right, what do we do now with those two before I get on to your other nominations for the Cup? Uh, is anyone going to the Hannon uh, at this stage, which is next Sunday? Uh, yes, but not them two. 
Okay, so those uh, two aren't. Who no, is? No, uh, Artie's Express will be at the hangman. And this is probably why, as we hear what she did earlier in the week. Before the home turn, a length and a half clear. On her back is Life of Vart. Max back struggling to keep up now as she's about to hit top gear. Artie's Express. Robbins Playboy running on and further back. Nutcracker. Oh, he's still sitting as still as a statue. Tim Williams. Have a look at a quality mare. Welcome back to where you belong, girl. That's the winner's circle. This class act is going to tear them to shreds. Artie's Express won it and she barely turned her hair. So she heads to the Hannon this week. She's a 15 dollar chance in the IRT New Zealand Cup. You would have expected her to do that. I know it's not a simple case of just lining up and winning even in races like she was in on Thursday but she couldn't have done it any more impressively, Amanda. No, look, she couldn't. Um, it just it just worked out. We're going to take it to the trials and then we see in this race and it was it was a good option for her because um, you go to the trials and sometimes there's not, you know, there's nothing really for them to trial against when they're that open class. So just a nice run over the mile. Um, she's travelled down and travelled back good. She's had a couple of days jogging since and seems bright and well. So, yeah, we'll just head to the Hannon with her. And her first stand start, she stepped nice. She was um, she was a little bit slow, but she will get better um, the more she does it. She was safe. That was the main thing. And, yeah, look, she she was just really good on, on Thursday and it was great to have her back in the winner's circle. Interesting conundrum coming up for your driver, Tim Williams. I, I imagine it hasn't been talked about yet, but he's going to have to start thinking about it, isn't he? Yeah, look, uh, yeah. Um, at this stage, at this stage, we're hoping to keep them separate for a while, so um, right. he won't have to. He won't have to have that. Um, choose which one. Um, yeah, we're, we're just. They'll probably take different paths, like BD. BD's going to a trial now, and um, then we'll head to, head to the Canterbury Classic. Uh, same with All American Lover. So um, yeah, and she'll go to the Hannon, and um, yeah, we'll sort of try and keep them separate as much as we can. All right, let's talk about some of the others that are nominated. Horses like Fernley Cash, See Your Art, Chimmy Cherry. Is it more a case of we need to nominate them in case they come up to to the level they're going to need to be at? Yeah, look at his um, Sea Art's down here with us, and he's he's got great stand start manners. Uh, he's good over the 3200. You know, for the owners, he's worth he's uh, worth giving his chance at getting there. Um, he'll he'll actually um, he was good on Friday at Friday night, and we were quite happy with him. Like he got home in 55 and a bit, and uh, first up after one trial, it was pretty good. So. He'll just he'll just pick his path at the moment and just see see what happens. Um, Fernley Cash and Chimichurri are up north. Fernley Cash is racing at the moment. Um, Chimichurri, I don't know where he's actually at. He's a couple of weeks off trials or something, I presume. And um, look, yeah, they're they're all nice horses in their own right, and they deserve it if they if if everything works out for them. Yeah. All right. The last year. Uh, Avon City Ford New Brighton Cup winner was Ultra Wise Guy. Uh, where's he? Yeah, look, he's up north still. Um, he'll head towards the Spring Cup, I think it is, on the twenty second. Um, and we'll just we'll just take it take it as it is. It's probably better if they get the races uh, for him for him to stay up there for a while, and then he's not because as it is, we've got what three or four down here. So um, if he can stay up there as long as he can, it will be beneficial. 
But if he can't, well, we'll have to look to come down, yeah. All right, a couple of other horses I wanted to ask you about. Double Jeopardy, who was a winner uh, Friday week ago and did it really nicely. Uh, he's a horse on the up, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's a very nice horse, very nice colt. Yeah, yep. we're looking he forward was... to seeing him size stakes-wise because he's definitely at that level. Yeah, look, he'll head to Omaru on um, Sunday as well. So um, we'll take him down to the two-year-old race and and um, I think after that it's the uh, Harness Millions. So, yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, I think it's the 13th of October. Gee, you got a few balls in the air here, Mandy. There's a lot of horses we've got to think think about. Where's Ulta Meteor? Uh, yeah, look, he was... Um, he, he negotiated his first stand good. Um, he was just a, just a little bit off. Um, so we've had him trotted up since and just found a, a wee little niggle. So... Um, yeah, look, he'll be at the trials in a couple of weeks and he more than likely won't start before the 13th of October. So, um, yeah, we'll just look at trialling him and and um, I've sort of chatted to Steve about this, but um, we'll see what see what happens. But that's, that's the way he's going at the moment. All right. How many have you got in work down here in your barn, if you like? And is there one for our SENZ Trots Talk listeners that, you're excited about maybe one we haven't seen, maybe one that's just about to reappear. Is the one horse that you're thinking this is a this is a decent sort of uh, commodity? Um, we've got a couple of uh, couple of two year olds about to step out in the next uh, next couple of weeks. Uh, one's called Cocktails and Caviar. Yep, and. Um, uh, Terry Smell's been working him and he, he actually really liked him so um, we'll put that one out there as the one to follow Alright, Cocktails and Caviar the two year old to follow for Stonewall and uh, the Stephen Amanda Telfer team Well, I know you weren't 100% Friday night and you were a bit worried about your voice It's come up fine for Trot's Talk this morning Really appreciate <laughs> you taking the time out to have a chat to us, uh, Mandy and uh, good luck in the next few weeks We look forward to the Hannon next Sunday and, and we start progressing really quickly It's going to happen quickly I know it's 9 or 10 weeks away but uh, IRT yeah. New Zealand Cup Week's going to come up pretty quickly isn't it it is it's going to come up very quickly and we'll be pretty busy from from here to then so yeah see what happens all right really appreciate your time go well for the rest of your sunday thank you Cheers. Beautiful. That's Amanda Telfer there. Steve and Amanda Telfer, of course, Premiership winners last year. And uh, they look like they're going to have some arsenal. That is for sure when it comes to uh, the spring racing into Cup Week. And, yeah, when you talk about some of the horses they've got on the track at the moment, BD Joe's obviously one of the stars, but Artie's Express could not have gone better at Wyndham on uh, Thursday where she scooted around about 155 and... Just did it pretty nicely in front. Spoke to Tim Williams about that at Addington on Friday night. And he said, right where she needs to be. She went 55-7. She won by three and a half lengths. Albeit it's against Life of Art, Nutcracker, Robin's Playboy, those types of horses, which are all handy horses in their own right. But if she stands up, she will be competitive at the highest level. No question about that. The Southland Oaks winner. She is quite exceptional, is Artie's Express. You're with Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz. Short break for us on the other side. We've got a couple of ladies to talk to who have chances at Miffin this afternoon. I'm a 
got the south in my blood And I'm gonna be here till I'm dead well dead well, it's the Southern Person segment this morning here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ, because the couple of drivers we're profiling for the Methvin meeting today are from the fairer sex, the females, and uh, it's a pleasure to be joined online by Kimberly Butt. Morning to you, Kim. Morning, Greg. How's things? Yeah, excellent. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time out. You've got a, a busy sort of a day ahead of you with a handful of drives. Before we get into those... Uh, 17 wins this season's going well. Bit of a bit of a milestone at Ashburton last week when uh, Euro style got the business done for Derek and Adele Jones, and you, you did in pretty good style. Eight and three quarter length victory to bring up win number 150 for you. Yeah, that was that was a cool wee feat. It wasn't sort of something I had in mind, but um, yeah, getting that win on the board was pretty cool. I've never discussed this before with you, but were you always going to get involved in the sport given the feats of your father, who is clearly one of our greatest drivers of all time in Anthony, but also your grandfather Dick Prendergast did such an amazing job throughout his training career in particular. Were you always keen? Um, honestly, probably not. Um, through you know, primary school and high school, I was sort of a bit more focused on the um, sort of show jumping and eventing with the ponies. And then um, as I got a bit older and started going to the stables um, on the weekends and that with Dad, it just sort of, that um, age-old tower got the bug and never looked back from there. Yeah, well, you're doing a fine job. And, and this season, did you set any goals? Because you've had a lifestyle change, uh, as can happen uh, about your time of life, I suppose. <laughs> is it is it not about setting goals driving-wise? Is it about, hey, I'm enjoying doing this? So, um, yeah, I'm just going to keep on doing it. Yeah, definitely. I um, had a wee girl, Mackenzie. Uh, she just turned two. So um, coming back from that, was it was just a sort of, wait and see how things things play out and I was lucky enough to um, land a really good job with Tim and Brett White down in Ashburton and um, yeah everything I could have hoped for you know coming back from maternity leave um, it's just gone probably up and beyond that really um, they've been super to me and their owners and that have been super supportive and um, have really sort of kicked kicked things off for me and I've sort of probably going as good as I ever had since coming out with juniors so um, it's Big thanks goes to goes to them and you know everyone else who's supported me um, since they came back. Yeah, including your partner Johnny Cox, who I'm sure will want to mention because he'll tell you us and you <laughs> probably that he's a huge part of that uh, support. I suppose. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Like um, Johnny himself, he's um, no, he's super. He I definitely wouldn't be able to do what do what I'm doing without him and and the support from his family and my family. It's, has just been out of this world and um, everyone knows like having, having children isn't easy and it takes a village so yeah we're very lucky um, to have such great people around us. Yep you absolutely are. Let's see if you can continue on this run that you're having and, and the enjoyment that you're having. You're driving for uh, Prop Anderson, Phil Anderson in race number two Freedom's Beauty. This one by Ray, Racing Hill, this mare. Uh, first up run fourth, quite a good effort it was at Rungiora. Outside front row over a mile will challenge her though. Definitely I think um, I think she's a definitely a good chance in this field. Um, like you say the, the draw over a mile is an ideal um, but her 
her run at um, Rangiro I thought was very good. She came from a long way back and made up a lot of ground through the middle and um, actually ran out of room late. So um, I was pretty sort of confident if she can get a good run today that she would go close. All right, she's an $8 chance, so uh, nice on the each way there. Uh, Jonty's brother in race number three. Uh, Jonty's brother trained by the master in Warren Stapleton, Auckland Reactor, five-year-old that's had a couple of runs back this time in. Yeah, he's he's actually one I thought um, at a long price wouldn't be wouldn't be the worst top four chance. He he was away from the races for I think it was two years or something like that um, before he started for Warren, and he's just got every race he's just got fitter and and improved every time. So Touchwood his manners have been super from the stand. So if we can get away cleanly, um, obviously a short a stand over a mile is is always just in a in a gate. But if we can get away cleanly and it's handy enough, I think I think he could be a rough top four chance. He's a big horse, Randall Houston P. He's by peak. He has a, a huge motor, just hasn't quite caught up with him and probably his ability uh, and his mind, I would imagine. Is he getting better? And he's trained by Brent and Tim White, the combination you talked about before that are giving you so many opportunities because he can definitely win more than the one race he's won so far. Definitely. We, we definitely have a high opinion of him. Um, and like you say, his, his motor's there, and but sometimes his head's just just gets left behind a little bit. But he's definitely come a long way and he got just a wee bit wound up at the start last time but um, from his work since then, I think he should be better this time in. Um, six off the unruly is always a little bit hard but um, I think if they can all sort of walk up together nicely and he can get away, he, um, he's definitely got the motor there to... to um, he trialled at Meffin last weekend. What, what did you make of that? Yep, no, it was good. He... Um, we, don't often get to see his speed, um, which is actually his best asset. Quite often he's ended up in, in front or on the speed or he's galloped. So um, we'd quite like to be able to, you know, get away and, and slot in and then, then save him for one run. But we're just negotiated by what, what he wants to do, really. <laughs> All right, you've got Not Over and Just Michael. Just Michael is uh, fresh up. What did you make of those two? Would you favour one of those over the other? Uh not over. It's in quite a nice, even even field, and um, back to the mobile will probably help help it a little bit. Just having missed away last start in the stand, so um, it'll need the right run and things to go its way. And then Just Michael, he trialled here on Saturday, and I was actually um, quite happy with the way he found the line too. Um, he's off one of three off the front, um, the rest off in off ten metres. So if he can get away um, safely and hug the markers, he he could put in a rough show as well. All right, Bobby, Waterhouse is uh, the last race and your last drive, obviously. Uh, racing really well. He is. He's just turned into Mr. Consistent. Um, again, one with a bad draw over a mile, but um, he's shot, he's, he can make his own luck by putting himself into the race, um, especially late, late inside the last half. So, um, yeah, he'll, similar, he'll need a little bit of luck, but um, he's probably got more of a chance of making his own luck than... All right, for our Trots Talk listeners, uh, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand, what do you reckon's the best each way chance, Kimberly? Uh, I think for the price, um, Freedom's Beauty. She's um, in a, just a nine-horse field, so she shouldn't be too far away from them. So I definitely think she's a good chance of running top three. All right, thanks so much for your time this morning. Good luck today. Thank you very much, Greg.
That's Kimberly Butt there with her chances at the Mount Harding today. Now we go to Cherie Tomlinson, who's taken the time out of her busy morning. Morning to you, Cherie. Morning, Greg. Thanks so much for your time. Did that man of yours, Matthew Cross, we're talking about pass on the message, or was it advantageous for me to message you this morning just to make sure that he did? Um, well, he, he did. He said, oh, Greg might get you on the radio. And, I, and that's all I sort of got. And then when you texted me this morning, I was like, okay. That, that might is here. a yes. <laughs> yes, I am getting you on the radio. Uh, I thought that might be the case. I'm so pleased that I that I did that. Um, what, what can we expect at Meffin today? It's a little bit windy here in, in Christchurch, but what sort of day have you got out there? Yeah, the wind is, has picked up here, but we're lucky enough to have those big trees just behind the race course that keeps us pretty sheltered in the stabling area so hopefully um, the wind comes down a bit and the sun comes out and it should be a nice day. Hey Sheree, you're half a dozen short of 250 career wins so let's see if we can add to that starting with the first Zaza Binks for your mum and your granddad. Uh, she's a filly by Majestic Son who's fresh up but has trialled and, and what have you made of the, the trials including the one last week on this track? Yeah, we bought a truckload uh, down last week to have a run and three of them are in today and I was pretty happy with her run. She hit the line nice and uh, stepped away really good but it's a different story with a big field and drawn one so if she steps away nice and is handy enough, I definitely think she's a top three chance. Bets on in race number three. First up fourth, had plenty of merit. That was at Ashburton. Missed out last time and went to the trials again behind Sailor Boy at Methven last week. What are you hoping with the $16 shot in race number three today? Yeah, we brought him for a run at Methven last week just to see if the grass would suit him or not. So, you know, he has his chance today to, um, you know, put in a good race. And he's won one the second row so he should be like he'll be on the fence and hopefully if he doesn't end up too far back we'd like to see him hit the line race number four brian beat out of honey beat this family that uh, your granddad and your mum have had good success with two starts back at ashburton nice effort that was mid-august uh, and then went to that same venue last week where's brian beat at for today yeah, I'm um, pretty disappointed with him last week, but I just think he got away on us a little bit uh, just with spring grass coming through. So um, he's had a little bit more work, and today, you know, he, he has won. He did win his maiden on the grass. So, you know, hopefully, you know, a week off the, the grass and a little bit more work, he and his fitness should be there today, hopefully. All right, you got Ryman Reason and Get It On, both about the $20 price. Ryman Reason in race number five for Brad Mowbray and Get It On in race number eight. Uh, it goes round for Damien Love. Either of those top four chances? Oh, well, Ryman Reason won a race at Mochara on the grass, the blue orange, and uh, he does like the grass. So maybe, you know, if they go hard enough over a mile, I can't see why it can't be there at the finish, maybe a top four chance. All right, so that's uh, rhyme and reason in race number five. What about Zaz Zoe, the 13 race winner? Uh, takes its place in race number nine, starts off the 20 metres, but there's a few back there with it. Yeah, I think Zoe will be the most excited out of everyone to be back at the grass today. She just loves racing on it. And, <laughs> uh, she's off the 20 metres, so, you know, big field, and she's a horse that you've got to drive for luck, but she's just 
one of those horses that on the grass she just seems to grow a leg and it doesn't really matter where she is in the running she'll hit the line um you know so even you know she she just loves it and she's she's always happy to be here so you know uh, if she doesn't get too far back like she's a great top three chance yeah and the stable have gaza beat in that race as well trialed last week well what are the expectations what's the talk around the stable about gaza beat getting back to something like uh, his best form and he's won three races so the ability's there yeah i think the ability is there he just needed a a spell he just come to the end of it last last campaign and I think it's done in the world of good and he's working up really well at home and trotting really nice and is nice and relaxed. And, I mean, it's hard when you're off 20 metres with horses like Zazoe who have won 13 races. So, um, you know, he he loves the grass too. And, you know, if Kieran can get him in a good position early and, um, you know, and he trots, trots the whole way, I think he'll put in a good a good show as well. You're on Fovo Gambler in race number 10. Gee, this horse is racing well, Cherie. Yeah, no, he's racing really good at the moment. He uh, didn't get much luck at Ashburton last week, just got too far back and flew home late and was right on the winner's uh, head at the end at the end of the race. So uh, he's drawn one the second row game, so he's going to need some luck from that draw. But uh, the way he's hit the line in the last couple of races, he's a good show. All right, he's got out to $9, so uh, he's nice on the each way, and the stable have hope for love in the last with Kieran driving. What's your best, do you think, on an each way basis? Because as we know, with the Mount Harding, uh, you can often find a bit of value, but what do you think is your best chance today? Well, even though Zazoe's off the 20 metres, I think, um, you know, she's had hard racing at Addington for the last probably four or five weeks, and she can maintain that speed on the grass where maybe the ones at Eddington, they come to the grass and they lose it a bit. So, I mean, she she's probably a good show if she doesn't end up too far back and maybe Fovo Gambler as well. All right, so late in the day, race nine, Zazoe and race 10, Fovo Gambler. Thanks, Cherie, for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. Wish you all the very best out there today. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Greg. That's Cherie Tomlinson, of course, Group 1 winning driver. She won the Dominion with Amaretto's son. Uh, she drove Marcula a few times as well for her uncle, Clint Ford, and she does a good job. No question about that at all, and always have a bit of fun with her as well, particularly around her commentating partner in Matthew Cross. All right, that's the Southern Person segment here on Trot's Talk. Short break for us on the other side. We'll find out where the defending two-time winner of the IRT New Zealand Cup copy that is at for his resuming run this Thursday. Welcome back in to Trot's Talk. Hope your Sunday morning is going well. Important interview coming up for you right now. Ray Green, the trainer who has taken copy that to Addington Raceway, the last three IRT New Zealand Cups. He's won two of them, the last two, and he's online to join those three other horses that have been three-time winners of the great race. He joins us on Trot's Talk this morning. Thanks for your time, Ray. You're welcome, Greg. How is your little pocket rocket, the horse that's excited the crowds at Addington Raceway? Well, the crowd last year, the year before, of course, was a little bit surreal because, one, you weren't there, and, two, there wasn't a crowd either. How is he going forward to his first race day appearance in this campaign, likely to be this Thursday? Um, look, he, he looks great. Um, you know, he, he, he couldn't uh, fault for his condition at the moment. 
um, is probably um, not going to be screwed right down and on top of his game. I mean, whatever he does, he should improve on. And um, so I'm not expecting too much from him. Ray, he, know, he's, yeah, he's he, had, he had a trial... He had a trial Friday week ago. There was only two in it. He beat Bet West, and he did what you'd expect him to do, ran home in 58 and 28. He was down to trial again Friday, but there was only three in it, and the three were all yours, so you ran them along yesterday. How much improvement was there from one week to the next? Well, we went... Um, we had our works carts on, so that makes a huge difference from having the sulkies on. And he went about the same time as he went the previous uh, workout, two-horse workout that he had. Um, yeah, so he's slightly better. Um, yeah, he's he, you know he'll need a race or two. The problem is we just um, haven't got the numbers up here, and a lot of the better class horses are, have, have you know guide the gone south or to Australia, and um, it makes it difficult to get. <laughs> Um, serious competition. Um, so you, you're sort of st- stabbing in the dark a little bit. We're not really um, 100% sure of where he's at. So uh, we'll get a better line on him um, on Thursday. All right. What you're suggesting, though, is he might be slightly vulnerable this Thursday. Does he then go to the Spring Cup, which is the following week? Well, we'll have to just see who's around. I mean, it's very difficult to predict whether you're even going to get a start or not up here so um, we may have to go to Christchurch a little sooner than uh, than later all right is he is he likely if there is a, a field for the spring cup to then make his way south or if you get a little bit of confidence out of the numbers that are around and I know Nicholas Cage is going around at the trials Alter wise guys still in the north you've got horses like uh, Chimmy Churi uh, see your art. I think is down here, but Fernley Cash is still up there. So um, will you stick around there if you can, Ray? Or, I mean, you've had different pathways for this horse to the cup each year, so he seems to handle whatever you throw at him. Yes, that's true. Yeah, we've had to uh, we've had to uh, adapt to whatever was available in the past, and it, it doesn't look any different um, this time. Uh, if they If they can sort of guarantee a start, We'll probably, well, we may stay for the um, Spring Cup. Um, it would, I would prefer to do that if, if possible. So we just have to wait and see who shows up. Have you noticed anything different with him, Ray, or is he just the copy that that you started to prepare for the for the win in the Cup last year? Uh, yeah, he's he's a, he's actually grown a bit. He's um, he's filled out a lot, so yeah, he's a little different in his uh, appearance. But um, um, yeah, other than that, I'd say he's on track to be in the same as the, the last two years. Yeah. All right, that's great so, news for fans of his. Uh, you nominated simply Sam, I think, for the cup as well. Did you not? We we did. Um, yeah, we put him in. Um, John wanted him in, so um, he's in. Um, he's uh, he's racing good. Um, if he doesn't get in the cup, it's it's no big deal. There's all them support races there that we can go in. But um, yeah, he, I think he's a worthy sort of uh, travelling companion uh, when the time comes. Yeah.
So he's he's definitely making the trip south as well. Oh. Any others in in your barn? Um, possibly. Um, we've got Lincoln River, who's sort of going pretty well at the moment, but he's only three year old, of course. Um, whether there's any suitable races that to, down there that would warrant us taking him, um, we'll just have to wait and see. Um, so yeah, we're playing it by ear, really, with him. Yep. You rate him a wee bit, though, don't you? You always have. Yes, he's a, he's a, a real you know, little tradesman, and um, he's improving every time. He's he's sort of um, stepping up to the plate every every start. So, yeah, I do admire him a bit, but um, he, whether he's got a, enough speed to sort of handle those top liners, I don't know. But um, we just have to uh, poke him out there and see what happens. But so far, he's gone. He's, he's lifted his game to the to what we've wanted. So his form line's really good. Yeah, it is. Uh, Frankie Major was pretty good at Cambridge on Thursday night, just beaten by Bad Medicine, who's a decent sort of a horse. So Frankie Major shouldn't be hard to place in in the next few weeks. No, he's uh, yeah, he he's sort of fronted up to some serious opposition. Uh, for example, Merlin and and that and those three year old races. Um, and he, I think he ran Merlin to a neck or something one night at Auckland. So he's got a, he's got quite raw ability, um, Frankie. Um, and he, he just needs to get a little stronger to sort of uh, make that step up, I think. All right. We look forward to seeing if he's able to do that major achievement, another winner for the barn on Thursday night. Hey, Ray, thanks for taking your time out on this Sunday morning. Great to hear the copy that uh, sounds like he's right on target, and we look forward to seeing what he's able to do over the next few starts as he builds toward potentially a history-making third IRT New Zealand Cup. Thanks, Ray. Okay, you're welcome, Greg. All right, there he is, uh, Ray Green, master horseman, and he's got this terrific pacer. Copy that. Sounds like he might have grown a wee bit, uh, which he probably needed to, or did he? Because his record suggests that he was good enough without growing at all. That's uh, always great to get Ray Green's uh, insight into where he is at. Short break for us before we uh, hit the final straight and we head out to the Mount Harding and talk to Nigel Armstrong who's on the committee there. Of course does such a a great job with his unhinged Facebook page and all of the stuff that he brings to you uh, via that. We'll talk to him when we return. Welcome back in. We're in the home straight on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. We head out to the Mount Harding now, and a hard-working committeeman out there is Nigel Armstrong. As we say, a very good morning to you, Nigel. G'day, Greg, and it's a cracking good day out here, although there's a slight breeze, slightly overcast, but, geez, there's fantastic fields today. Yeah, they, they are, and they always are out there, deep, plenty of numbers, and you've got that wonderful shelter there with the hedge. Tell me about some of the stuff that's been happening there at Methven, though, because you've had a bit of a, a spring spruce up, I understand. We have had a spring spruce up. I mean, as a as a committee, we've sort of got a couple of goals in mind that we want to do. What what our plans are is we want to be the Omicow of of country racing with the facilities of Addington. So we have upgraded, we've started to upgrade our boxes and swab areas and hopefully we're going to continue on that journey and become exactly that. I saw the trials from last Saturday on the surface. It looks absolutely superb. And I note there was uh, some comments from your president, Mike Heenan, that you'd had that much rain. I suppose there was a little bit of concern around, um, you know, having the track right for your first meeting and making sure it's in pristine order for your big meeting in October, Methvin Cup Day. But uh, 
It looks like they've mown the grass short, which is great because quite often you have to leave it long and, and, and it, it played superbly for that trial day. So I'm anticipating that being the same case today. Yeah, she's not... I mean, again, we haven't trimmed it down to, to like a, a middle of summer track. I mean, it, it, it is a grass track, so we've got to expect those grass track horses to, to come to the fore again. And something else about the track, you know, as a driver, you've just got to be aware. She's not... She's a, she's a driver's track. She's not just a of just jumping on your cart and running around here you've got to know when to move and where to move and it's very important on methane there's big fields there today 11 races have you got a whisper for us have you got something that someone said to you mm, you should have something on this particularly out of those trials uh, last saturday well i, I, I studied them hard last night and with first um with jackpotting i mean with with first four guaranteed ten thousand dollars i thought this is going to be easy and it's not that easy I came up with Sophia Bromack, but, but since I've got to the track, I've heard nothing but everyone's jumping off out of trees to get on Marin Franco. They say that Leo O'Reilly, Sarah O'Reilly combination, junior driver's race, um, over a mile, get on board. So at 4.70, I think it is, or $1.80, uh, that's where my money's now gone. All right, race seven, number nine, Marin Franco. Won't be easy over the mile from the outside draw, but she's a good mare, this, and she's been racing against a Hoka LeBron and company in her last couple. Mind you, Sophia Bromack is $13 into $7. You've got a big part to play in this game, Nigel. You've got your Westview syndicates. Like you had Fergalicious in at Addington the other night. Um, where are they at, the syndicates, and this unhinged program that you've uh, produced for, for such great content over a long period of time? particularly over COVID, um, you must have an unbelievable passion for this sport because I don't know how you just keep fronting up each and every time on a volunteer basis. Well, I just love the game. I love the people in it, and it's, it's very much a family-orientated sport. Um, Unhinged, um, about to release a new syndicate, Unhinged Racing. Again, it's just a, a tiny buy-in price. We're going to have about four horses in there. You're going to lease the horses. There's no hidden costs. There's no costs at all, in fact. But, yeah, I mean, as, I, as you're right, I just love the industry. I love the horses and I love the people. It's, it's just great to be part of it. All right. It's great to have you part of uh, Trot's Talk with us today. We're getting some pictures through on trackside uh, of the Mount Harding service. Uh, looking forward to not only today, but the cup meeting in October will be enormous, Nigel. Yeah, I'm hoping that, the, I mean, we, we get a lot of support from the, the bigger stables like the Johnny Dunn's and the Mark and Nathan Purden's and the Stonewall Studs and the Telfers. So we're, we're really expecting a great field come um, Meth and Cup Day. All right. Thanks for taking the time out this morning, mate. Hope you enjoy the 11 races ahead. I'm sure you will. I'm sure. And if I get hold of one of those jackpots, because I think there's going to be a couple of those first fours. And the other thing I must say, um, Greg, we, we look forward to you giving back on track. I mean, we need a presenter like you selling our game. Thank you. Well, very, very kind of you, Nigel. Uh, we appreciate your time this morning. Uh, go well. Cheers. Thank you. All right, that's Nigel Armstrong from Unhinged and, and the Methvin Club too. And, uh, yeah, they've got a great day out there today. couple, I think you can have something each way on. Race 8, number 4, Franco Humby. Didn't mind the way he trialled last week, and he's won on the grass before when he won at uh, Blenheim. Uh, chance on me, race 10, number 8, from that strong Leo O'Reilly barn. Of course, he does have Marin Franco, who Nigel mentioned there, race 7, number 9. About to get underway there, inside five minutes out from the first out of 
Methven. Uh, thanks to our guests today, Amanda Telfer taking us through the Stonewall team. Of course, Kimberly Butt and Cherie Tomlinson. Ray Green on the update of Copy That and Nigel Armstrong, who was representing the Methven Club. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday here in Aotearoa, and I'll catch you in a week's time.